0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited to dive back into Summer House today. It's been a little bit since I have talked about the season, but I am joined in studio now by Sam Fair. Hi, Sam. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: I am so excited to have you here. We are barreling toward the end of this season. You had a reunion last week, I think. How we did. did. How, how did that go? First first reunion?
1: It was not what I expected, I think. It's really hard, even for me, like my talkative ass, it's very hard to get a word in edgewise. I did not see that coming. Um, but I think when you have all 12 of us in a room at the same time with all those big personalities and a lot to talk about, Mm -hmm. Um, it's very hard to get a word in edgewise. And there was a lot of like historical stuff that was coming up that it's like, I don't watch this show, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, So it was a little bit of like an emotional and mental drain because it's also like a 14 hour day. Yeah. Um, But I was really happy that um, with the way it ended um, as as a newbie and as a friend to a lot of different people in this cast, I think I think people are going to be glad the way it ended.
0: Mm-hmm. I've noticed this season. So it's your first first season in the house. Obviously, like you mentioned, there's a lot of history going on. We'll get into it a little more. It does seem like you are friends with a lot of people in the house. how How did you feel going into the year? Did you have had you watched the show at all? Did you kind of know what to expect?
1: So I had watched a couple of episodes for like research to be like, okay, what's the vibe? And it's pretty clear right away what the vibe is, which is like the same exact thing as a regular share house. So I was like, (laughs) oh, I know how to do this. Like, I'm not worried about it. And then Once I arrived in the house for the summer, I feel like that worked in my favor because I was able to make friends with everybody and not take into consideration, like, all the stuff that's on TV. Um, And I'm grateful now that I got that advice in the first place because you don't see every single thing on TV. And things are very nuanced and complicated and layered, like your relationships with the people in the house. And I think if you just watch it on TV, you don't necessarily get a 360-degree – perspective on that. Mm -hmm. I do think it was easier for me to make friends having like zero expectations and like not really knowing like the background on everybody. Um, Although I do wish I watched more of the reunions before (laughs)
0: attending the reunion. I like I feel like you found a good middle ground because some people they're like, I watched every episode. I, I knew exactly where I fit into the group before I even met them. But then some people also are like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And it's like, you need to You need to have, like, a a mental image, at least, of, like, what you're signing up for. Yeah.
1: And also, I think, like, if you watch the entire show in advance, and you go in thinking like, here's how I fit into the group, then you end up playing a role. And like, you, we're not characters, we're people. Like, we're friends with each other, we're, we have real life jobs and real life problems and real life friendships and relationships. And so like, I was afraid of watching too much, creating opinions, like finding a hole for myself to like shove myself into because I'm not a character, like I can't be shoved into a little box like that. Um, and I was afraid that if I knew too much, that I would do that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting for a few reasons that Winter House last season, obviously, you weren't a part of. Mm -hmm. And that had been filmed but had not aired before this season of Summer House. So a lot of stuff happened with, you know, Lindsay and Carl and everybody talking about that. Obviously, that's where we met Corey as Bravo viewers. Did you get any kind of, like, debrief on things that had happened at Winter House? Or were you kind of like, okay, square one summer. It
1: it was definitely more of a square one situation. Like, especially when I first arrived in the house, there was no reason for anyone to be talking about Vermont, right? Like, it's like six, eight months later. I mean, so much has happened in everybody's lives, like, since Winterhouse has filmed. And so we start summer very fresh. The only time Winterhouse ever really came up was when I first met Corey. Um, The first night he was with us, we had this big group dinner. And it's kind of like a thing in our house where, like, as soon as a new person enters the group, we're like, are you single? Are you in a relationship? What's your type? Are we into <laughs> men, women, both? Neither? Like, what's the, what's the deal? Yeah. Um, and so everyone's kind of grilling Corey on like what his current status is with this girl he used to hook up with in Vermont. Um, and so that was kind of the first time we had talked about it. Um, and after that, you know, I was dating Corey when he was on his winter house press tour. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like hearing bits and pieces of what went down. I still haven't watched it. I feel like I need, don't need to. He doesn't have to watch the six months of my life that happened before we met on Summer House, Um, nor should he. So I feel like it's only fair that we start from, you know, ground zero in our relationship. Um, And that's how I felt about my friendships and relationships going into the Summer House as well.
0: Yeah. You, it seems like you and Corey pretty much hit it off kind of right off the bat. Was that like, how, how was that just that happening, like on camera in general, just...
1: I think we are such an energy match. Um, And I always joke that like the first thing I noticed about Corey was his body because he has this like – chest and these shoulders that like take up a room. But really what takes up a room is his energy and his like vibe. And as soon as he walked in, you could hear him like 10 rooms away before you even saw him with your eyes. And I was like, oh, that's like me. Like you can hear me walk into a room or a building or a house before you even lay eyes on me. Um, And I was like, oh, that's like funny. He's like loud and crazy and like this might be fun. And then I saw him with my eyes and I was like, oh, um, I don't hate this. And so I think like right away I – took a little bit of an interest, Um, but then both of us, especially like when we're flirting with people, I think, like if we really have an interest, we're both like gonna stay as far away as possible. We're gonna ignore each other, like we're not gonna make eye contact, we're not gonna talk directly to each other. We definitely played coy um, for that whole first night. Um, and that's how I could tell that we were both interested in each other. because <laughs> we were ignoring each other.
0: It's funny you say that about his energy because he was on this podcast a, f- a few months back, which you were actually here for, yeah. which is, you know. <laughs> Sneaky. Crazy. Um, but I remember after having him here, I was like surprised by how much I enjoyed his energy. Not oh, yeah. in like a rude way, but we I had seen him on like two episodes of Winter House. He's like. Craig's friend, like, okay, some like dude. And I had a great time. Like, I was really like charmed by him. And it's, I feel like you can watch that kind of happening with you guys on the show.
1: Yeah, I, I I, think Corey is like a walking oxymoron. Like, he looks like a walking red flag to me. And he like, <laughs> if you find him on Instagram before you meet him in real life, same thing. You're like, oh, I'm gonna hate this guy. Like, he is such a, like, it's overwhelmingly giving D-bag. But it's like almost a character. Like, it's his alter ego. It's kind of like Kyle in the mullet. It's like, okay, he puts on this like big frat boy, like crazy energy. And then within like five minutes of talking to him, you realize he's like this big teddy bear he has so much like depth beyond that like frat boy facade that he kind of puts forth um but you know we especially in the beginning it's like light it's sexy it's fun it's like silly and then you can talk to him about real stuff too um and so I think you know he's you can peel back a lot of layers to Corey um and I think that's kind of where we found our deeper connection is after Mm -hmm. we started really getting to know each other better.
0: Yeah, there was, there was definitely a dynamic when you guys were first sort of hanging out. I think Sierra had kind of expressed maybe that she had interest in Corey and then there were a couple of like side-eye kind of moments. What was it like watching that back? And then how how are you guys?
1: So Sierra had never expressed to me that she had any interest in Corey. Um, and I even, like, I had known that they'd met in Vermont. Like, I, I got that. And then... Someone maybe else mentioned it to me briefly, like, oh, like we'll see our like thought Corey's hot too. So before the hoedown party where Corey and I really like started to kind of gain momentum, um, I went to Paige while we were setting up the decorations. And I was like, just to clarify, like, is there any tape there. Because, like, Sierra and I at that point were not particularly close. We had known each other a couple weeks, and I had only seen her on the weekends. Like, really didn't have any one-on-one time. But I know better than to walk into a group of friends and, like, see that a girl is into a guy and, like, make my home right in the middle of that. Like, that's not who I am. Um, it was much more important to me that I had a friendship with Sierra. So I was like, if she's really interested in him, like, I'm, I don't need this. Like, yeah. I've, I've got – I've got options. I'm good. Um, and Paige was like, no, I think you should go for it. And I think everybody kind of saw me and Corey like vibing pretty instantly. So um I'm glad that that was the response I got from Paige because I was like, if if it were anything else, it would have been a real bummer to try to like kind of mute that connection that I had with Corey. Um but Sierra and I are totally fine. Yeah, we're we're good. I think we mostly spend time together over the summer and like we see each other at like, we go to some of the same events and like whatever. Um, And you know, I saw her at the reunion and you know, I don't have that much beef, like I'm with anyone ever. Like I'm pretty easy to get along with. um, And like she didn't have any hard feelings about the Corey situation. So I was like, all right, cool, Mm -hmm. we're good.
0: Yeah.
2: honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you the summer vibes are just getting started. Honey's shape your life with honey love.
0: Speaking of kind of your not that much beef, we saw you in the last episode, kind of as things are developing between Lindsay and Danielle, you do seem to be sort of in the middle in a way that I can imagine, may have felt complex, especially these people have known each other for so long. You're coming in for the first time. What was the experience of kind of figuring out your place in that over the course of the summer?
1: Yeah, um, I... From the very beginning, I met Lindsay first because Danielle didn't come for the first weekend of summer. And she was like, you're going to be obsessed with Danielle. Like, you both love Taylor Swift. Let's start there. So, like, (laughs) Swifties are good. And then beyond that, she was like, you guys are just going to vibe. I can, like, feel it. Because I think at the time, Lindsay tells me now, but at the time, Lindsay was like, I saw a little bit of me in you. And, you know, Danielle and I are best friends. So I could see you guys getting along really well. So we did. Um, And as their friendship kind of started to – find its rift, I I and Gabby both had started to develop friendships with both of them. And we were like, okay, we can never speak to the history. All we can speak to is like what we know of the friendship based on what they tell us. And then also what we're seeing with our own eyes here in the house. Um, And so there were definitely times like Gabby and I both are not afraid to kind of check them when they both need to be checked or when either one of them needs it to be like, okay, like Maybe you apologize here, but it was, like, a little bit defensive. Like, you didn't let her finish. Like, accept the criticism, accept the feedback that she's giving you. Hear it. And then, like, talk about how you can move forward. Don't just, like, sorry, 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 and stifle it. Or, you know, like, maybe it was, like, not cool to go around the engagement party, like, talking shit to Lindsay's friends, who, like, it's obviously going to get back to her. Right? Mm. So on both sides, Gabby and I were like, hey, you need to do a little bit better at this thing if you want the friendship to move forward and vice versa. So we definitely both um, tried to mediate a lot during the summer without getting too deep into like the historical territory where it's like not our place.
0: Yeah, I think that's important to have someone that can kind of be a little bit of an objective like referee because even watching this season, it's like I've, you know, I've watched all the seasons. I know at least a certain amount about the history, but there are also things happening in the moment where it's like, you're not approaching this in a way that is going to get you the response that you ultimately want.
1: Right. The communication was so, it it was just like weird because it's our understanding that they are both like pretty confrontational, right? Like they're great, super direct communicators. And for some reason they just literally could not connect all summer. And I think it's partly because the emotions were so raw that it's almost like they're too in it to like really get across like what they need to get across when they're face to face. Um, so it was really hard to kind of watch that because, you know, I think part of it too is like a lot of people in the house are not friends with both of them. Mm. Um, and so like Gabby and I, and I would say Kyle and Carl being the like other people, were feeling like we were like the only ones who were able to kind of mediate for them. Um And Kyle and Carl can speak to, like, the history, whereas, like, Gabby and I are doing, like, the girl dynamics, right? Like, we're a bunch of girls in the house. Like, everyone's, like, talking behind closed doors and stuff. Like, we can see very clearly what's going on from a girl friendship perspective. Um, So, yeah. And I will say, like, I think there's been a lot of growth since the summer, um, which is amazing to see, especially recently. I think the group is communicating a little bit more directly, which is great. And um, I think the audience will get to see that uh, throughout the rest of the season. Um, maybe not until really the very, yeah. very end, but but we, we get better, I promise. Um, but, you know, it, I think it's really hard. It's, it's a very long standing friendship. There are a lot of layers and a lot of complicators at play, right? Like, you know, friends in a share house for that long and then like, two best friends and the three best friend groups start dating and then add the layer of like cameras and then add the layer of audience and social media and like everything else. I honestly think their situation would have been a lot easier to recover before – The end of the summer, like if it was just stuck to the original problems, Mm -hmm. I think the fallout of like afterwards, like the fans getting involved and like the press tours and like the, you know, all of that, I think complicates things so much and makes it a lot harder to kind of get past.
0: Yeah. Is that something that you have been approaching in a certain way? Obviously, with your relationship, it was kind of, you know, secret, quote unquote, I guess, until a certain point. How have you kind of approached this experience of like, I did this thing last summer and now it's like sort of trickling out there into the world?
1: I mean, it's weird because I think you are in it in the moment and you're like, okay, I'm a person. I did this. I either am like happy with it and I own it or I regret it. You have to kind of own it either way because it goes on TV, right? So I think when you're watching it eight months later, it is weird because you're like, I'm a completely different person than I was eight months ago. Like, I'm 25 years old. I'm not saying I'm a kid by any means. I'm an adult and I take responsibility for everything I do and say. But like, I'm in a time in my life when I'm evolving at like the craziest, fastest rate. Like, I'm becoming a grown up right now. So like for me, eight months ago was almost like just a – like a fever dream. Like when you watch it, you're like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot that even happened. But what you do leave with that's like very concrete in your head is like your feelings about every person and every situation that happened. So like I – This is something I'm learning to get better at. Like, I'm not a big, like, receipts girly. Uh Like, I'm not, like, screenshotting all my texts, like, just in case I need to use them. Like, that's not who I am. Like, I don't have group (laughs) drama that's, like, that serious that I need to, like, pull up the texts from 2017. Um, So I need to get better at that, I think, because, like, other people (laughs) do do that.
0: (laughs) Right. It's No, it's crazy, though, because it is the kind of thing where sometimes that might not feel natural to you or it might feel silly or, like, who cares? But then... Especially if you stick around and situations develop, like you don't want to be the one who's like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to be on the test at the end of the season. Right.
1: No, literally, that's what the reunion felt like. Like someone literally was like pulling up, not like pulling up, but like talking about like how many minutes had like passed between like two things. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I'm so sorry. What? Like, are you looking at your phone, like, scrolling through the episode or, like, BTS footage that, like, is unedited? I just, like, was like, okay, I know how I felt in that moment. I know, like, what happened in that moment. But the level of, like, the most minute details Mm -hmm. always come back up. And that's very new for me. So I would say, like, reliving it all eight months later, like, I'm watching it now and I have no regrets. Like, I have great friendships with people that I care about and like I'm happy about it. There's nothing that I say that I regret. There's nothing I do that I regret. Um, And like the, there's a lot of learning that comes from like watching it back too, right? There are things where it's like, okay, like for example, now I need to have receipts for things just in case I get like asked questions that have timestamps associated with them. And things like, okay, well, you know, now I know the dynamic of like we're not saying everything to each other's faces right like there's times when people are like I just want to say this to your face to be a good friend and then it's like okay and then you walked away and close the door behind you and talk more shit you know like (laughs) I'm learning what it's like to like in a regular share house they close the door and talk shit and you never find out right and that's great I don't need to know but on this show you really do find out Mm -hmm. like you watch it and then everybody has to discuss it on national television, a couple months later, so it's a it's a learning curve.
0: I think you're good in the interview chair, by the way. Thank like the you. the confessionals, you're you you kind of bring it a little bit.
1: Thank you. Well, th- I give them a lot to work with because I never shut up, so they have <laughs> options, right? Like they've got a lot of material. Um, our poor producers probably have to go through hours of me. Also, I don't know if people know this, like we drink. Right In the confessional chair. Like every single person, not Carl, but like everyone else has like a bottle of rose next to them. You don't even know how many glasses you've gone through because they just top it off in between takes. Mm-hmm. So like I've gone through like half a bottle of Whispering Angel by the time I'm like <laughs> sitting down to talk about this, like like Corey spitting in my mouth. It's going to be unfiltered. Like it's going to be a little snappier than I would be like sober in the chair because like it's just so raw, right?
0: Right, like for they're like for continuity, the glass has to be full, but that just All the means time. that you're drinking constantly. <laughs> right, they're
1: like you don't need to finish it, and I'm like, oh wait, have you been filling it this whole time? I thought I like wasn't drinking. They're like, no, we've topped it off like 18 times in the last two hours. I'm like, oh amazing, awesome. And then you see the bottle and it's like empty, and you're like, damn it, like my mom is gonna come for me for that. I could feel it. But <laughs> there are some, um It's fun to do interviews, honestly, because I think like, I'm not super great at confrontation. It's another thing I'm learning, like watching the show. Um, you know, I can be a little bit of like a middle ground person. I'm team resolution all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's not always realistic. Um, but in the chair, like you're alone with the producers, they ask you very pointed questions about situations where it's like, okay, you have no choice but to give your opinion. And um, Your girl can have some strong opinions after a bottle of Whispering Angel. So (laughs) I'm telling the truth, you know? Like, it's kind of one of those safe spaces to be like, you know what? Like, no one wanted to hear how I felt about this eight months ago. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. And then it gets woven in, which I think is a really great way to tell the story because now you know what's going on in my head and, like, how I'm approaching the situation.
0: Right. Like, you might... Appreciate that part of a situation isn't your business. But then when they're asking you about it in the chair, you're yeah, like, I had thoughts. Okay, of course okay, I had thoughts.
1: Go. Please. <laughs> like we get paid to have thoughts, right? <laughs> like this is why we're here. Um, yeah. So I and I honestly almost wish we had more interviews like woven into the episode so you can understand that context of like what we're thinking in that they moment. They
0: did the ultimate girls' trip season that was just on Peacock, they did a thing where like it was almost like choose your own adventure on the remote, and they were like, Do you want to hear? her thoughts about this and you could play like all of the... Oh my god! I feel. Interview clips. I want that. It's weird though because I was like, "This is almost too much." Yeah, too much
1: information. (laughs) Like it's like having multiple personalities. You're like, "Okay, wait." I suddenly agree with nine different people, and like, I don't know how to approach this. But that's real, right? Like, it's funny because I think when you watch the show as like a fan, it seems so black and white, like everything does. Yeah. Um, And you're like, "Oh, obviously this person's right. Like that person's crazy." But it's so nuanced. Like you can't possibly see just one side or the other. Like you if you knew Danielle and Lindsay, you could not be team Danielle or team Lindsay, mm-hmm. like being friends with both of them. And like there are so many amazing qualities to like have that they both have. Um, and so you are like, oh, I totally see like where Danielle feels like she's being abandoned by this friendship and this like relationship dynamic. But I also totally see how Lindsay is like so hurt by what Danielle is going around and saying. And I hate to keep using them as an example, but it's like, you know, the main storyline of our entire summer. So it's like that's what everyone's like top of mind about. And that's where people get divided but it's like there's so many layers to all of this like you can't possibly just be like oh like one of them is crazy and the other one's right Mm -hmm. like that's not fair
0: yeah and I think because you mentioned that not everybody in the house does have a friendship with both of them you know like everybody has their own everybody (laughs) stuff going on (laughs) but that it kind of contributes to the idea that it's like one team versus the other when it's like watching it I definitely feel like conflicted about kind of you know
1: yeah. And it's hard. And like, I mean, I've gotten very close with them in a very short amount of time. It Like we always joke that filming is like trauma bonding. <laughs> like we're going through it. We're fighting for our damn lives in this house. And then you come out of it the other side and you're like, we're best friends. Like we're obsessed with each other. Um, And, you know, we are all going through something, too, that, like, no one can relate to. And so you got very close because you're kind of like, these are the people you lean on, like, when you're having trouble Um, because there are not that many people who you can talk to about what you're experiencing there. So it's really hard to kind of, you know, watch back everything that happened and kind of come to terms with it now. But, you know, one thing that we kind of spoke about at the reunion is, like, between when we filmed the reunion – When some, you know, communications started flow in, and we started like heading towards multiple different kind of reconciliations within the friend group and the dynamics everyone kind of sat there and agreed like okay now we can't let the last couple episodes like re-piss us mm. off like you can't watch that and go on social media and like read all the fodder and like start being like pissed about it again you need to block that out and focus on like your friendships and your relationships in real life um and moving those forward and moving the needle on those so i definitely think that watching it back has its own yeah issues that it presents but it also allows you to see a clearer picture of what really went down
0: and D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. How have you been handling social media this season, like as it's been airing?
1: Um, I got some great advice from Paige in the very beginning of the season, not to go on Twitter and not to go on Reddit. She was like, like ever (laughs) under any circumstances for any reason. Um, I basically like to me, Instagram is like a positive, largely positive, like safe space. Mm -hmm. It's very rare that someone like goes so far out of the way to like search your page, look for a photo and comment something nasty on it. Like it's such a, it's. It's such a direct communication that I think a lot of people are afraid to do it. So on my Instagram, people are like, oh, my God, like, love watching you. And I'm like, great. That's yeah, amazing. Like, that's what I want to hear. Where,
0: what was your lipstick? Color? Exactly. Like-
1: exactly. And I'm like, I'll link it for you. Like, give me that 15 cent commission, girlie. Like, give me that. So like and Instagram is so fun for me. And it's also a place where like I love to speak to the audience and be like, okay, like here's what was really happening like behind the scenes and like in between takes and kind of give them a peek behind the curtain to show them like how much fun we're having and how much we actually love each other because, you know, that doesn't always come through on the show. Um, So Instagram is great. and, And Paige was like just Twitter and Reddit are more so places where people talk about you, not to you. And you don't, it's same as like learning what's going on behind closed doors in the house. You don't need to know. Like your life, you'll be better off not knowing what people are saying about you, like strangers in like Minnesota on the internet behind like anonymous screen names. You don't need to know their opinion. Um, So I just don't, I stay as far away from there as I can. Um, And Gabby's sister, Mm -hmm. her name is Danielle, so I don't want to get it confused with our other Danielle, Um, she and I both have backgrounds in journalism. So like we used to have to be on like Twitter all the time, right? For that reason. So she, for me and Gabby, will go on Twitter and Reddit and like do the like search of our names (laughs) and then come back to us and be like, it's like an 8 out of 10. You're good. You're like, you're fine. You're fine. Um, you're like, okay, so we got
0: some good tweets. Yeah, we got some like yeah. a little less good tweets. Yeah.
1: Like still sit there and read Gabby tweets sometimes to be like, if you want to know, I'll filter the, out the mean ones. It's like celebrities reading mean tweets about themselves. Like that's like the vibe of what they do. I'm like, you don't need to read me the tweets. I just need like, what is the like, favorability check, yeah. rating? Right, right. So like I stay as far away from those platforms as I possibly can because it's just like, it's a safe space for then the audience to talk without us knowing like he- give them that safe space the
0: thing the craziest thing that happens on reddit though is that people will literally start a post to just be like does anyone know anything about Sam? like has she ever done anything bad like people will be like does anybody <laughs> have dirt on page and it's like no like
1: <laughs> oh my god watch the show <laughs> we did so funny you say that because okay i think i'm really naive about reality tv and like and like these kinds of things because um oh also like i'm gonna use this platform to tell people like i know i fucked up on watch what happens live and said i've never watched reality tv ever oh okay i guess the bachelor is reality tv fine yeah, like okay. i don't I, n- I guess i don't consider it reality tv it was, it's like a competition show to me like i don't okay, know okay you don't and watch also, like
0: you don't watch housewives basically. no okay. i've never
1: watched like a bravo show yeah if that makes sense like like hitting cameras shit like that like i i don't know anyways as someone who's like very naive about reality tv and like the landscape of it all like i literally was like well who would go out of their way to like make up nasty shit about us and i guess it's those people on reddit that's who it is <laughs> that's who would do that oh that's horrible i mean that's nasty yeah it's... and also like i i honestly feel like it's probably like people in high school who like we were like all dicks in high school right like we're all idiots in high school and like I got bullied a shit ton in high school but like as a result of that I was probably like some mean like defensive little girl and like people probably think like if they knew me when I was 14 and like made a nasty comment about their outfit that I'm like some bitch still like give it a rest like right I'm 25 years old I'm a whole different person than like you. like I guarantee you there's some like nasty girls from high school writing mean shit about me on the internet
0: somebody's gonna like find the yearbook picture
1: yeah like then oh my god I had to, you guys I had a side part <laughs> And it was like a deep one. It was like an Avril Lavigne early two thousands one. Those are gonna surface. I also um. I love
0: that you say <laughs> that. Like it's it's like you had a prior like that's life my scandal. Yeah. <laughs> that's my
1: scandals. I had a deep side part. I also though like no like I was really ugly in middle school. And I, was, like, you guys, I also um had like so I was I did like commercial acting when I was in like middle school high school. Um, I similar to every like reality TV star ever. I modeled Party City Halloween costumes, like find those on the internet. I um, did like ring pops commercials. Like I was like one of those girlies. And so there was an era of my acting career where I needed braces because um, my teeth were fucked up. And my acting coach was like, get clear ones. And I was like, that's a great idea. No one will ever see them. You guys, they're so disgusting. It just looks like food
0: in my teeth. Oh, the clear braces? Yes.
1: I was like, I should have just gone like full metal brace face. Like at least that's like owning your shit. I was like, oh my God, i look at these pictures and i was like i swear to god if anyone like puts my like middle school yearbook photos on the internet i will just quit I will just go. I'm fine. You win. You win. Farewell, bravo. Farewell, career. I don't need to you. Deactivate your Instagram. De- I delete it. I can't talk to you. I can't hear from you. Like, I will not recover if that makes it to the end. In- now I know a bunch of people are going to go look for it.
0: Well, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Watch this. I'm like, yes.
1: I've done more embarrassing thing on t- things on TV now than what I did when I was in middle school. So fine. Go for it. <laughs>
0: Enjoy. I think Alex, who was on House last season, also modeled Halloween Yeah, costumes. he did. Yeah. Okay. I think
1: he did Spirit. Halloween okay um which I think was honestly bigger. I loved doing Party City. <laughs> they paid like so well and they always catered with like Chipotle. Like it was awesome. Wow. Yeah, I really loved my career at Party City from <laughs> ages eleven to 13 and a half. Yeah. That
0: can be like a, a like Bravo Con panel this no. year. Like commercial <laughs> All the fall, reality commercial part. models. <laughs>
1: <I'm dead. laughs> and like all the embarrassing like shticks we did. I did um <laughs> I did a Snuggies box one time. I was wow. on the box of Snuggies. It's a big account. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I always say to my parents, like, I put myself through college. So they're like, baby girl, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you think Snuggies are putting you. But I will say, like, the clear braces commercial model era was my villain origin story. So if you think I'm a bitch, that's why. Wow. That's why. Wow. because I had clear braces. It's all making sense now. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's well, so sad that people go on the internet and start threads to just like find mean shit about us.
0: That sucks. Well, at least, you know, if you get, if Summer House doesn't work out, you can go back to your...
1: Yeah, I can be on, what's the next Snuggies? There's got to be something else better out there now.
0: I'm sh- I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on the like, as scene on TV.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. Well then you're not my demographic. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Uh, okay. So we have a couple more episodes left in the season, mm-hmm. then reunion. How, how are you feeling about what's to come?
1: You know, it's a lot of the hardest stuff. Um, so, you know, being in the house, there was a lot of tension and a lot of kind of like emotions running high the last couple weekends of summer. And you see that. And I think like for me watching it, I will like physically tense up. Like my jaw will clench. My shoulders my shoulders will rise. And um, it's because of like the love I have for everybody. And I'm like, please stop fighting. Please love each other. Like mom and dad, please get back together. Um, and so it it's a lot of that hard stuff like i think episode th- like last week's episode that was like so fun and light like there are definitely some funny moments throughout the rest of the season we don't necessarily have all that lightness back because it is really the meat and potatoes of like the drama that goes down that said i do think like you see that drama in its rawest state and you really get down to like the core of what everybody's feeling and how everybody's handling it um and so i think a lot of things kind of just come to their conclusion in the last couple episodes like you kind of you get a little bit more clarity on everything and i will say like the end of the season like you're kind of like okay like what's about to happen like yeah. what is those what are those last 5 minutes going to look like um so i think you know it's i do wish there were a couple of more of those like happy moments sprinkled in so that people could see that it's really not all just the fighting and like the crying and the and the drama um but i think as cast like we are all kind of committed to showing you guys that stuff on social media like that's a good place for that so you know you can come to us to see that we're friends and you can go to the tv to see that we're enemies <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> um but you know we're real friends and we all have shit you know it's yeah. it's very it's a very authentic situation like i think You know, it's kind of that stuff that you couldn't fake if you tried. Like, it's really some of it's painful.
0: Well, I love to hear it. I'm excited to see it. And I'm so glad I got to talk to you today. Same.
1: Thanks Thanks for having me. That was fun.
0: Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool.
2: batches